podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the 10-12, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. Yes, our picks pod is going up a week early, or a week, a day early. We want to make sure you guys had plenty of time to listen to it on your holiday travels, headed to grandma's house, uh, or as you're preparing, you know, cleaning those baseboards. I know, hey, I've hosted holidays. I know what homeowners do. You're, you're getting down into the nitty gritty before the relatives and the family and the friends come over. You know, this is when you get the real stuff clean. You're actually like vacuuming the curtains, not just like mopping. So I get it. Uh, so we want to get this episode up for you now so that we can all enjoy the holiday. So joining me as they always do, we've got the original trio here with us today. Chris Ross. How are you? You know, you know what happened? My wife's mom and her sister bought her a house cleaning for her birthday this year. And it was the most amazing thing we've ever done. I want to all the time now he's hooked yeah it's one of those things you're like once you do it once it's why you should never do it once you know they, they cleaned everything they were here all day they cleaned everything i didn't have to do anything the house was amazing it's awesome what's not to That's like awesome cool all right uh also joining us daniel alexander hey thankful to be here with you both and uh gosh i need to have a big week like chris did if i'm going to I'm going to run this up and defend my title. Things are looking bleak, but you know what? Back against the wall. Hopefully I can perform well. I think you can rebound well. You can it rebound was well. a good week. Yeah. But Chris. it just means I'm due for a bad week this week. Well, let, why don't we look back at what happened last week? Why don't we recap uh, the weekend that was – Chris was our big winner. Six and one last week, friend. Bravo. Bravo, sir. Thank you. Hit. A good hit week. on OU minus three and a half. Hit on West Virginia minus two and a half. Hit on Kansas plus twenty one and a half. Hit on Oklahoma State minus ten. Hit on Michigan minus fourteen and a half. And hit on your dog Hawaii. Only miss was your pick'em of Kansas State six and one brings you to forty four and forty two above five hundred on the season. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. I, I needed it. I'm trying to make a run on you here. Uh, I'm still I'm still so down from that. 12 and one stretch or whatever it was or one and 12 stretch. So it's good to have uh, a rebound. Don't call it a comeback. All right. Uh, in, uh, in second place, we tied Daniel. We both tied. We both went three and four last week. Daniel, you hit on the under 56 and a half in West Virginia, Texas hit on Kansas plus 21 and a half and hit on your dog of the week in air force missed on Iowa state plus four missed on uh, Pickham, Kansas State, missed on the over 56 and a half in Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, uh, missed on Rice plus nine. It brings your total to 41 and 45. Not bad, Daniel. Not a, not a bad week. Uh, started off, I think, ripped off the first two, two and felt really good. That Rice one hurt me. Uh, I bet it in real life. It was plus 10 when I bet it when the line opened, so I pushed in real life. I still liked it, so I took it. So we lost that by one point. And then, you know what? I'm just going to say it right now. I, I capped um, I capped Oklahoma State game uh, poorly. Like once the game unfolded and uh, I, I made another mistake, I forgot to go look at the schedule and see the situations. And it's like, duh, OK State gets a lead. They're just going to sit on this thing and just get on to Bedlam. They're, you know, they're not going to sit there and play around and run it up. And so there was uh, that was a 
that's a mistake. I got to look in the mirror. That was on me. If yeah. Gundy can field gold someone death, he's going. Yeah, to that was that was you know, hey, that was a bad read and bad capping on my part on on that well, game. And and so I'll take I'll take the L. And Saturday was on. understandable with the injuries that they were dealing with, not to try and force too much. I also went three and four uh, hit on the under sixty four and a half in TCU Kansas hit on Pickham of Baylor hit on Louisiana plus four and a half. Should have picked Louisiana as my dog, but I didn't. It's all right. Missed on the over 50. I make overs in Big 12. I don't know what I was. I, I, this is this is what you guys needed. You needed me to have like a giant cold to have a bad week, a losing week. Missed on over 59 in Iowa State, Oklahoma. Missed on the over 56 and a half in West Virginia, Texas. That should have gone over, but neither of those teams could score in the fourth quarter. Missed on uh, Texas Tech plus 10 and a half. I don't care. I'm, I'm happy to be wrong. Uh, and Oregon, my dog of the week. Obliterate. Sometimes... Sometimes the public's just just right, you know. Sometimes Vegas and the public, they just you, there's no reason to sit here and question things. You just kind of roll with it. Uh, three and four brings my total to 50, uh, 46 and forty two game lead over Chris now. Uh, so we we got this final regular season week. We've got championship week. We only have a couple picks there, and then we'll have bowl picks. So still plenty of opportunity. This is still a very close race. I have just two two game lead over Chris, uh, five game lead. Over Daniel, so I mean, this is still anyone's game with plenty of opportunities over the next uh, next few few weeks to to get this uh, get this lead or or for me to somehow retain it. What did we do last year? Did we do all the P five championships? No, no. Yeah, I think we did. That's it, right? Yeah, we did. We did championship like week, and then we did a bowl week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just gonna have us do Big Twelve and like one of your choosing because that seemed crazy. To nah, all of them. Let's go. No, picks. Um, we gotta catch all right. you. You, I don't. Hey, it's, it's my show, and possible. I'll be as cons- I will. I will be as Gundy about this and <laughs> sit on this lead as hard as I possibly can. Okay, I'm gonna kick field goals over here and 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 go. I love that you went straight to the Gundy conservative reference because that's where I was gonna. Yeah, go. I know. I know you. I know you. Uh, speaking of uh, of conservative, you know, it's smart to just plan ahead. Just get things done out of the way so that you can just just sit on it and enjoy the holidays. So might I suggest you go ahead and get your holiday shopping done this weekend. There's no better time than this weekend, especially at Home Field Apparel. Here's the deal. You know about our promo code? Okay. Network 12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K, one, two, gets you 15% off your first order. But this weekend, you don't need it. Friday, Black Friday, through Cyber Monday, they're offering 20% off everything on the store. Everything at Home Field Apparel is 20% off. No promo code needed. That is Friday through Monday, okay? And items are subject to sell out, so you need to go and order as quickly as possible if you want that stuff under the tree on Christmas Day. They have more than 100 schools available. The most comfortable sweaters, t-shirts, hoodies, and joggers imaginable. Guys, like, you can give the gift of comfort. Everyone has that favorite sweater, you could be giving that to somebody this Christmas with one of the coolest vintage college sports logos. They just added a new Oklahoma State shirt just for OSU. It's a t-shirt, but hey, they're getting sweaters that have been out of stock, back in stock. The classic Baylor logo is back in stock if you want that gray sweater. So that one is go to homefieldapparel.com. You don't need the promo code this weekend. If you missed the weekend, remember our promo code, Network12. But you don't need it this weekend. Go shop. 20% off on everything. All orders of $100 or more get free shipping and get that order in if you want it in time for Christmas Day. 
season is finally here, Big 12 fans. And for your home for men's and women's basketball, come to Midwest Madness. We are doing game coverages, going over game analysis, different rankings of teams, and consistently looking at the best matchups in the conference. You're not going to want to miss out on all the amazing basketball coverage we have. So go check out Midwest Madness. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. So uh, we got lots of games to pick today. We got five Big 12, our non-Big 12, and our dog of the week as per usual. I'm going to try not to get a coughing fit. The more I talk, the worse it gets, the more likely it is to happen. So You're going to have to take a week off from recording That's just to get your voice right. Yeah, right. Because like, now is the time of the year to take time off right in the middle of busy season. Um. And I'm, I'm collected. Uh, we go in chronological order as we always do. Uh, so we will start with Texas and Kansas State. And Chris, as our winner last week, you are up first. Texas currently a three-point favorite over the Wildcats, over under around 52 and a half, even though I know you don't care about that. So, sir, where would you like to go? I don't like going first here. This feels like, coming off of last week, this feels like a week where I could get caught, where I'm feeling a little too comfortable with some teams. There's three games that I'm uneasy about. This is one of them. Are we too low on Texas? I don't know. Uh, efficiency has efficiency has Kansas State as a slight favorite, actually. So the fact that Kansas State's getting some points here, I'm going to take the Wildcats because I don't know who in the right minds putting money on Texas right now. I can't do it. But I'm a little bit afraid that we're almost too low on them. But it, it also feels like they've packed it up. So I'm going to take Kansas State and just ride on the fact that Texas is dreaming about the SEC and hopefully trying to beat Vanderbilt. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Kansas State plus three. Uh, Daniel, what would you like, sir? Uh, I'm with Chris. This is a tough one. It's not a game I love. I'm probably not going to have any real money on it. Come, uh, I guess this one's on Friday morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Texas 0-5 straight up, 0-5 against the spread in their last five games. I think they've absolutely given up. You know, we were talking about it before we hit record. Texas isn't improving this year. That's done. There's no more saving anything this year. It's like Sark can start to get his guys in, the kind of players that he wants and his staff wants, and they can sort of get to work on next season. It's so tough to lay the three. Like, it's tempting just to go take three with K-State because like dude why are they giving us that three i'm gonna stay away from this side also because i gotta make up some ground we're gonna take the under here 52 and a half i'm really just hoping that k-state can play a semblance of d texas can can not perform i mean they're saying this game's gonna be like 27 24 it's like can this thing just fall a little shorter than that you know, 24-20 or something like that, 21-18, somewhere in there. I'm taking this under. Yeah, what worries me the most is it's in Austin, and you don't know how they're going to respond, you know, try to these seniors out with the win. They're not going bowling. That's done. But like you said, it does feel like they quit, and, they've, and where that matters is, you know, you're not paying attention to film room. You're not putting it in the practice. I'm sure they're going to want to win when they show up on Saturday or Friday. Uh but you're right. I, I feel like they've quit, and, and wanting to win on game day just isn't enough to actually get the win. It'll, but it feels like a trap. It feels too easy. It's yeah, like, really? a little bit. You're, you're, you're giving me K-State plus three against this team that's, like, completely, you know, uh, 
they've bottomed out and feel like they're going to be bottomed out for the rest of the year. Like that seems like a gimme to the point of like, are you tricking me here? Right. You're giving yeah. me three with, with and, State, and for so. me, I think we both did actually, we overvalued Kansas state last week sure. against Baylor. And so the question is, are we a little too high on Kansas state? Then I don't know. It's a tough pick. Philip. Apparently there's an outside shot of Skyler playing on Saturday. I, I, I his ankle did not look good. Um, when he got hurt late against Baylor. It's so easy to pick Kansas State here, and it's so easy to say, like, there's you shouldn't pick on Texas, and I get it. It's a home game. It's the last game of the season for Texas. Do they have any pride left? This was obviously not the job that everyone thought it was going to be when, when Sark came in here. It, it, I kind of get a Kansas State limping into the end of the season kind of feel like it's been such an up-and-down year. I really thought they would finish strong, but their performance against Baylor was really disappointing. And Baylor's good, but it was really disappointing. Um, and they had a healthy Skylar Thompson until, I mean, the fourth quarter, and it, it wasn't really a game. Texas lost to West Virginia, but it's not like it was some, like, West Virginia blowout. Like, neither team looked great. I... I Talking about Skylar Thompson, is Casey Thompson healthy? Oh, oh, dude, Texas doesn't have a healthy quarterback, but I don't think Skylar Thompson's going to play uh, at all. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. This isn't even about being healthy. Like, I don't think he's going to play. And I don't. Kansas State's backups, Will Howard, whoever else. No, no, thank you. Uh, I don't want any of that. It's not good. I almost hate being on this side. It feels like the wrong side to be on because I like Kansas State so much, but. That Kansas State performance against Baylor, like that was a that was that was bad. It was a really bad performance. I was surprisingly bad, um, especially a week after they did so well against West Virginia and Kansas. And I just, man, this is a game where Kansas State should win, but everything is saying Texas. Even Parker uh, Stats War on Twitter's preview graph has Texas as a as as a four point winner here in this game. But how, how can I, I don't think efficiency stats. This is where I feel like they fell short in these situations with the team that is clearly given up or has some very real internal struggles the last few weeks. I don't efficiency stats have a hard time capturing that, but please pick opposite me. I would love no, I kind of like the underplay here. I made the mistake of picking the over last so many overs last week, which you don't do in the big 12 this year. It's just a mistake to do. It's a really low under, and, and the other problem is that last week's line, total line for Kansas State, blew the pattern that we'd had this year as far as where to kind of play the over-under um, by the under-50 hitting. It's just that typically that low had, had hit as an over for Kansas State for it to, to fall at 30 points was shocking. Um, I don't like Texas' defense all that much still. I, but, yeah, I, I think – I think I'm running with Daniel. I think I'm going to take the under 52 and a half here. I, I I think Texas is probably the right side of this, but I could also see this being a one point game. Like even at three, I don't, I don't like the three line, like two and a half. I'd feel more comfortable. I just, I'm going to take the under. I don't, I don't like this line. I don't, I'm worried about Kansas state without Skylar Thompson. Um, and I, Texas, I, you can't trust Texas. So underrated stat here though. That I was actually just looking at Texas is giving up almost 200 yards a game rushing. That bodes well for Kansas deuce. State. Is the deuce going to get loose? Oh, dude. We, 
enough. I'm just at that. Yeah. I could just sit here and keep ripping on Texas. I had 10 more things to rip on, but well, let's hear it. The horse is dead, dude. The horse has been dead we don't, 10 we don't. times. Oh, but this is the last year we get to Texas podcast. We are a Big 12 podcast. Let's we're we'll let's move on. <laughs> um, it's the horse has been sent to the glue factory. There's no reason to keep crying about it. Uh, the other Friday game, 3:30 p.m. FS1 kickoff. Iowa State holds hosting a TCU team that needs one more win to get bowl eligible. Uh, TCU, one of the two Big 12 teams trying to reach bowl eligibility on uh, this weekend. Iowa State about a 15 point favorite right now. Uh, 14 and a half, 15 over under is around 59. Uh, Daniel, what would you like here, sir? Man, I felt so good with that read last week to TCU laying 21. What a joke line that was. That was unbelievable against Kansas. Absolute disrespect to the Jayhawks. All right. This total freaks me out here. Okay. Makes no sense at all. Open to 61 and half immediately bet down. It even got down to like 57 and a half, 58. People kind of came back on the over. Makes no sense at all to me. Uh, Iowa State, they still have a, a defense that's performing well and performs particularly well at home. I think in the country, they're like sixth overall in home against the pass. TCU, not much of a passing game at all. This seems like way too many points to ask both of these teams to score, especially sort of where they're at in the year and how I think Matt Campbell is going to want to sort of perform and look uh, on Friday afternoon here. There's a little bit of wind, seven or eight miles an hour, three to one to the under this year so far, Jack Tice when there's that wind. But this more comes down to, okay, Iowa State's got to cover 15 points, implied total 60. So they're telling me it's going to be like a, a 38-23 type game or something like that. I don't see either team scoring that much. This feels way more like a 31-14, to 31-17 situation. You're telling me TCU is going to go out and, and do one touchdown less than they did last week against Kansas when they're going on the road to Iowa State? I don't see it. Uh, there's a bunch of 60s on the – there's a 60 at Ace right now. Oh, they might be the only one. Oh, there's a 60 at five dimes. Okay, 60 is real. I'm going to take that under. doesn't make any sense at all that this totals that. Yeah, where? Hold on, I'm looking for a 60. Uh, I see a five dimes. I see – I don't have five Ace, dimes. that's kind of a – Okay. Um, the best I have is a um, Fanduel's got a fifty nine and a half. I'll take it. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll the best you got for that's me. the best I got. I don't. Sorry, I don't have a five yeah. dimes. No, that's cool. No, no problem. You got to send me uh, if you've got like thirty tabs open. I've got like one source, so uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, that gives no, me. No, I, I run a program. Most of us degenerate betters. We all run the same one or two programs where you can have a like eighty books oh, across the well, world. Well, there you go. Okay, yeah. you degenerates. I love that. Uh, so fifty nine and a half. Yeah. Uh, look, um, TCU's run defense is is awful. Do, do we remember? Like OSU is a good rushing team. They put up eight rushing touchdowns on TCU. Um, this is probably Brees Hall's last game at home. For Iowa State, maybe he comes back for another year. Maybe maybe he doesn't go pro. I kind of think this is probably his last game. Um, you think Brees Hall's not gonna go and like show out on TCU? Like I don't I don't love picking Iowa State as a favorite this high. I don't. Um, I know TCU's supposedly playing for a bowl game. I don't I don't get the vibe from TCU. Like West Virginia, the vibe I get is like they want to get to that bowl game. Neil Brown 
still the head coach, um, playing for something that matters. TCU, I don't get a like, we're playing for something vibe. Like Jerry Kill, I know he wants to keep coaching. He may be the head coach at, at like New Mexico State for next year. I think he's the lead guy for that. I, like Iowa State at home, I know that the 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 big total title game and all those aspirations are gone, but it's it's a home game. Their fans are going to show up. They're going to be there for the seniors. Brock Purdy's last game. A lot of these kids' last game playing in Jack Trice. I think Iowa State's going to show out. Like I, I, I think they're going to have a nice like going away party. Um, I'm going to take Iowa State on this one. I don't, I don't love putting this much on them. Uh, looks like 14 and a half is the best I can get. But I also think this could be very similar to the OSU game of like a TCU will put up a few more points, but I could see Brees Hall having a like career day in his final game for Iowa State at Jack Trice. Chris? Yeah, this game, I told you, there's I don't feel great about these picks. Everything screams Iowa State. You know, is TCU, TCU, do they have a healthy running back? Do they have a healthy quarterback? Duggan playing with a broken foot. Everything says Iowa State. Efficiency stats say Iowa State by 17 and a half in there, um, which is three points of value. You know, against the spread performance, leans Iowa State. But Daniel, you pointed out that Iowa State's very good at home, but they're only two and three at home against the spread this year. And TCU has something to play for. Iowa State's coming off a disappointing loss. They're coming off going to OU, and they're not. They're done. They're they're they. I mean, let's be real. They had aspirations of playing for the Big Twelve title. That's done. No playoff that's done. Whatever, everything they had at the beginning of the year that they hoped for is done. And that's tough to be, to get up and, and play for. We, but it is a senior. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Iowa State in the 14, lay the 14 and a half. But there are some things, I don't know. It just feels like a game where, Maybe underestimating TC a little too much. I, mean, I think it's a valid argument. I just, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. I don't know. Um, those are our Friday games. All right, we mentioned shopping, getting it done early, right? The other place you need to go and get your shopping done is Gridiron Metal, collegiate branded grill grates and griddles for every grill with every Big Twelve team available. If you don't see your grill among those listed, don't worry. You can custom. You can enter in the dimensions to your grill grate or the griddle you want, and it will be custom cut for you because they custom cut everything, and they want to make sure you get what you want. If you have a little trouble, guys, it's really easy. Just DM them. Like, go on their Twitter and and DM them. They will they will talk to you. They will answer your questions. They will email you if you email them right back. They want to make sure that you get what you want, okay? And they are fantastic. This is high-quality stuff, and it looks great. It sears beautifully. Whatever it is you want to grill is going to have the logo of your favorite team in it. We've all got people on our Christmas shopping list. It's hard to buy for. We all have diehard fans of college schools that we have to shop for. So they've got the griddles. They've got the grill grates. Home decor items like flower pots, stainless steel bookends, coasters, and can coolers. All in the actual school colors. Not the like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's red, but it's not like actually crimson. 
They've got the real stuff. Okay, so go to gridironmetal.com. Use the promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2. You're going to get 15% off your first purchase. Gridiron Metal, G-R-I-D-I-R-O-N-M-E-T-A-L.com. Promo code 1012, T-E-N-1-2. Get 15% off your first order. All orders get free shipping right now. All of them, okay? If you need help with the link, it's in the show notes. Go down in there. Clicky, clicky. You have a reminder what the promo code is in case you forget. This stuff is amazing. If you haven't even just gone, just go and look. Like, I think it's one of those things where it's hard to visualize something on a podcast. Go take a look and shop around. It's really, really cool stuff. I'm pumped having them as as an advertiser here on the podcast, here on the network, because I think they just make an incredibly high quality product that college football and college sports fans are going to want to have. So go to Gridiron Metal, check it out. Get your order in so it can be a custom cut and in time to be under the tree on Christmas morning. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by my brother, Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun. Anytime, any place, get at your boys. All right, Saturday, 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 Saturday. We're kicking off Saturday morning with a very, very, very big game. Baylor hosting Texas Tech. Baylor, they don't control their destiny. They need Oklahoma State to beat Oklahoma if they're going to make the Big 12 title game. But first, they have to win. If they lose, it doesn't matter what happens in Bedlam. We're getting a rematch. So Baylor with a huge game. A must-win game if they want to make the Big 12 title game and play for that trophy in Arlington this year before potentially Dave Aranda bolts for another school. Uh, Baylor right now about a 14, 14 half point favorite over under around 51 and a half against Texas Tech. It's my turn to go first. And whew, I don't want to overreact to how Oklahoma State made Texas Tech look, right? Like, they they got shut out at home by Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's been making the offenses they faced the last few weeks look really bad. Okay. TCU, Kansas, West Virginia, they all looked terrible against Oklahoma State. So I'm not going to read too much into it. Because remember, Steve put up 41 on Iowa State, 21 on Oklahoma, 24 on Kansas State, 31 on TCU, 35 on Texas like, they can score. They put 41 on Kansas. And I know everybody puts up points on Kansas. <coughs> I'm trying to talk through that one. Let me just, let me just let me do this. Um, I think Baylor wins this game. I absolutely do everything riding for Baylor. I, 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 th- I think they cover. I do. I think they cover. But I don't feel comfortable enough to take 14 and a half in this game. I'm going to take the under because I see a 54 at win bet. Can you confirm that, Daniel? Do you see that as well? Dude, no, 54 is not a real line. That's what yeah. I thought. It seemed pretty yeah. high. Um, I've got a 52 and a half at Ben yeah. and GM. Yeah, you can take that. I'm going to take the under 52 and a half. Um, I think Baylor's defense is legit. I think Baylor um, doesn't sound like Gary, Jerry Bohannon is going to play on Saturday. It's going to be, um, uh, I got to think of the kid's name. 
I don't know, there's a pun that goes to it, and I can't think of it either. doesn't matter. Point is, they're going to be very conservative, which they typically are anyways. They're going to run the ball a lot. I think this is a lower-scoring game. I don't know if Baylor covers. I can see they winning by two touchdowns. That hook uh, concerns me. I will take under 52 and a half. Chris. Yeah, Bohannon out. If he doesn't play, that's a huge concern. It's another game, another tough pick. Because, yeah, Baylor, this feels like a game where the Big 12 consumes itself. Baylor has a clear path to the championship game as long as Oklahoma State wins. And it would really solve the headache of having to play the Sooners twice for Oklahoma State if they got in, if Baylor got in. So it just seems like that this is a game where the Big 12 likes to screw everything up. And Texas Tech can play spoiler. But Baylor's 6-0 against the spread at home this season. And efficiency likes him by about 15 and a half points, so it's a slight edge there. But again, no planning. I'm going to take Texas Tech's side and be really happy if I lose. <laughs> okay. Weird flex, but all right. Uh, 14 and uh, Texas Tech plus 14 and a half. Very nice. Uh Daniel. Texas Tech just got absolutely destroyed on Saturday. I mean, completely embarrassed, shut out. Look, Texas Tech, you've got a situation where uh, you're now asking these kids to come on the road and hang against a team. Uh, when the line opened at 13, it was bet immediately. Sharps hit that immediately. Um, and now you're going to go ask them to hang with a Baylor squad that has been performing really well against the spread. They had the blip against TCU, but it's like blow out the spread against BYU, blow out the spread against Texas, cover against OU in an awesome game. K-State absolutely shut them down when everyone was high on them last week. Crazy to think that they were went off as two-and-a-half-point dogs, one by ten straight up. It's a tall order to ask those Texas Tech kids to now come down and hang with a Baylor squad where Chris, like you said, it's like they, this team has something to play for. Two teams, two totally different situations. If I'm one of these kids on Texas Tech, it's like why – you're trying to cap their motivation, their situation. If this Baylor team is motivated, I don't see how or why Texas Tech can hang around on Saturday. Baylor 14 and a half. You know, I flipped my pick when I was picking it to, to Texas Tech because I talked myself out of it. Now I'm back. <laughs> now you got to be second guessing that. I'm going to stay with Texas Tech, but that's how borderline I am on this game. Baylor's going to cover this. It's going to be another bad day for Texas Tech. I mean, the, the, their season is at, you saw where their season's at last week, and they were at home. And now you're going to go ask. First them time to, they've been shut out since 97. And I'm saying you got to go ask this group of kids yeah. to now turn around, prepare during a holiday week and go show up to a Baylor squad that's having a great season and has something to play for. It's like, this is just, this is blowout written all over it. All right. Uh, moving on down. Uh, Kansas hosting West Virginia. West Virginia needing a sixth win to reach ball eligibility, be the seventh team to reach ball eligibility for the Big 12 this season. That would be awesome. Uh, West Virginia, about a 15 and a half point favorite on the road to face the Jayhawks. Over under around 55 and a half. Uh, I believe Daniel, you're up, sir. 
Dude, how all like these books are just disrespecting this team so bad. I love it. Another two touchdowns, West Virginia. Um, you know, we can say what we want about where Texas is at in their season, but in my opinion, you know, that was an important game to West Virginia last week. Texas, uh, you know, coming into West Virginia and they're playing home. The Mountaineers, they're a little up for that game, right? Like, let, let's forget about, you know, the bad season Texas is having. The Mountaineers, they cared. And now you're asking them to go on the road and you're asking them to go cover more than two touchdowns the Kansas team that has very clearly shown us that they care. They got the win against Texas. They almost had the win against TCU. I think someone on this pod said that that was an absolute possibility. And uh, it's like, now they get to come home. Uh, is this senior game? I don't even know. You guys tell me. Mm-hmm. Is this Kansas? Mm-hmm. Okay. Another little wrinkle of, you know, hoping some of these kids can show out and you try to get the guy the extra touchdown at the end of the game, that kind of stuff. It's like 15 points screams backdoor. This is Kansas all day. See, I think the best I can get you is 15 and a half. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, there's a 16 and a half at Circa, but that sounds... Uh, it's probably... I mean, Circa, Circa has the cojones to just hang with their own line and not care what the world's doing, but 15 and a half is the appropriate... That's that's sort of the market number right, right. now. Kansas plus 15 and a half. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm pretty good with hitting whatever... The over-under is going to... The total is going to be in Kansas games. It's been pretty good this season. Um, it's whatever. It's the line I've ridden with them an awful lot. Uh, Kansas is playing for pride and getting another win. And they're playing for real. Like, they're a team that, that cares at this point. West Virginia is a team that cares. And I like West Virginia's defense. Um, I think West Virginia wins this game. I have a hard time... Figuring out what the final score is, though. And so, hmm. <sighs> at 55, it feels a little bit low. I think West Virginia can put up low 30s. Man, that feels right about right. That's the problem. Um, I'm <laughs> going, it does. It really does feel right about right. Um, I tell you what, Kansas, the over is six and five this season. West Virginia, the over is four and seven. It's a weird spot at 55 and a half. Is that what I get? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 55 and a half. Is there a 56? Looks like DraftKings has a 56. Is that allowed? I'll give it to you. No, actually, no. You're the leader. You don't get 56. 55 and a half is the market number. Oh, I'll take the under 55 and a half. Um, I think West Virginia's got a much better defense than TCU does. I think Kansas will play for real. I don't trust West Virginia's office that much. Um, but I do think West Virginia will win. Lower scoring game, under 55 and a half. Chris? Yeah, this is – I keep going back and forth on this one as well. West Virginia – they got the big win last week. Is there let down? But at the same time, that big win put bowl eligibility on the table. And they're playing for that. 
Kansas, they have some momentum. They got the Texas win. <laughs> I love how both teams are coming off big Texas wins. They got the Texas win. They fell short of TCU. And TCU is less than impressive. They're only above Kansas in inefficiency and the, their struggles. And they, they fell short of TCU who didn't have a running back. Quarterback played with a broken foot. You know, like maybe the story behind Kansas isn't really propped up. The, the foundation isn't as solid as we think right now. And I think there might be a little coming back to earth this week, especially with West Virginia playing something. And I'm not sure how packed Lawrence gets on Thanksgiving weekend, alone just even a normal weekend. Uh, can't the Jayhawks are one and four at home against the spread efficiency is dead on the number it's hard i'm going to take west virginia to cover Deggy. surprisingly playing very well as as of late i'm going to take the mountaineers to get the cover here yeah, 15 and a half that's what i get you i will definitely take 15 and a half then. all right all right cod football season is almost over so your opportunities Try and buy into symbol from a college football standpoint is bad over. Unless you want to, you know, wait till the season's over and then see where things land and then try and buy some teams low that you think are going to really pop next year, which would be a smart move. Let me just tell you, I think that would probably be a smart move. Um, but there's plenty of other sports going on at symbol right now, NHL and NBA. We know they're going to be adding some, uh, some more sports next year. College basketball will be coming, so we'll... Uh, Premier League. I'm very excited about both of those things. Um, so if those are the kinds of things that you're interested in, or you want to try and get some college football teams at the end of the season, you think are going to pop next year and try and get them before they do, that's a perfect time to do so. Okay, This is a perfect time. As simple as offering a money back guarantee to listeners of the 1012 podcast and the 1012 network. Here's how this works. You visit symbol.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com, create a free account. When you make your deposit, use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, and you're going to get a money-back guarantee. What that means is that listeners of this show, you deposit up to $500. If you lose any money in the first 90 days, you don't like what's going on, you don't want to play anymore, doesn't matter, you get all your money back. Symbol will refund your initial deposit, your initial deposit, up to $500, Within the first 90 days, no questions asked, every penny. It is a risk-free opportunity to try something that we think is really cool. So, symbol.com. Stock market for sports. Go try it out. Promo code NETWORK12. Get a money-back guarantee up to $500. Join in. Start investing. Profiting from your favorite teams. And, more importantly, from your sports knowledge. Your home for everything Kansas Jayhawks is the Rock Chalk Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Metz, and every week we run through the most important stories for all your favorite Kansas programs, whether it's football, soccer, or tennis, volleyball or basketball, baseball and softball, or any other Jayhawk competition, we have it. We have game previews and recaps, interviews with coaches and others close to the team, and analysis from those who pay close attention to all of these programs. You can find us by searching for Rock Chalk Podcast on your favorite platform, so start listening today. All right, the big one. The one that really matters this weekend. Bedlam. Oklahoma State 
hosting Oklahoma in a game that I will be at uh, that is sure to give me, I don't know, an ulcer or uh, a drinking habit that or you, you, just make it worse. You think you sound rough now, man. You wait till after that game. <laughs> uh, I will. Sunday, I'll just be like, hi, everyone. I don't have a voice left. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be a. I can't miss the last Bedlam and Stillwater for who knows how long. I can't. Uh, Oklahoma State about a four point favorite over under around 49 and a half. You can kind of shop around, but that seems about what the consensus line is. I think I see a 50 and a 50 and a half. But all that, say lobby. Chris, I think it's your turn. All right. Ooh, what a game to go first on. Okay. Oklahoma State is in a pretty good position here because worst case scenario is having to play Oklahoma twice in a row because the chances of winning back-to-back games against Oklahoma is almost impossible. And would you, so, so do you want to lose Bedlam and then win the big 12 title? Obviously no one's going to play to lose. So you win Bedlam, but then lose in the big 12 title. Thankfully the way things have actually worked out, there's a strong chance that Oklahoma State can actually avoid that back-to-back and play Baylor again, which I think they're more comfortable playing. Oklahoma, I mean, Oklahoma isn't peaking at the right time. And Oklahoma State is. Oklahoma State is playing the best football that they can play, and they've done it the last two weeks. And when was the last time someone scored a touchdown against Oklahoma State starters? This is going to be a tough game for Caleb Williams as a freshman. And Lincoln Riley, he can play the quarterback shuffle, keep throwing in Spencer uh, Rattler out there. But I don't think it's going to help him much. The Cowboys are going to be turned up for this game. And uh, Thanksgiving week, that statement is going to be full. I'm going to take the Cowboys. Efficiency actually has this number much higher. Uh, They like the Cowboys by nine points, and it's a four-point spread. A lot of value there. I was kind of surprised at that. I would take the Cowboys and just be really upset if they lose. All right, you got OSU minus four. Uh, Daniel? All right, so let's see here. This is a tough one. We, we've got an Oklahoma State team that the playoffs are on the table now. This team wins out, and they could be looking at a genuine shot at the college football playoff. Pac-12 had this scenario uh, maybe about seven or eight years ago. I believe it was Stanford and UCLA where one team lost on purpose and went vanilla and packed it in. I don't think Oklahoma state's going to be doing that. Um, If anything, this awesome defense, I think Oklahoma state's going to cover the spread. I'm not taking them on the spread though. Um, They're much better than Oklahoma right now. Oklahoma state's going to go to the big 12 championship. They're going to play Baylor and they're going to beat Oklahoma and I think this defense is really going to show out. Might there even be a little bit of ref home cooking to send Oklahoma, right, to give them a little message, a little F-U message, uh, you know, in the, in the maybe. The I, I keep battle. waiting for that, but it doesn't seem to be happening this season. No, if anything, I, I feel like these refs are just – it's ingrained. They're Oklahoma fans. Just is what it is. I think this game is going to go under, and I think Oklahoma State's going to – cover the spread or maybe even win by double digits. This feels like 31, 14, 27, 10, something like that. Oklahoma state is really 
look, this is their chance to make a statement. This is an awesome team, an absolutely epic defense. If you're going to get yourself in the conversation uh, for the college football playoff, this you do it on Saturday. So, I mean, look. it has that 2011 feeling. Knock it's on wood. God, I love that. Was that Weed and the Blackman? Mm-hmm. That combo. 44 to 10. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. This game's going under, though. 50. 50s. They, they, there's plenty of 50s out there. I thought I, I thought I saw 50 and a half. Hold on. Uh, bet MGM has a 50 and a half. Okay. Yeah, they count. Oh, yeah. Draft. I game. was already looking. The, the at only that thing I said I, this. The only thing I would worry about the under on that would be if Oklahoma State gets the chance to run it up, they're going to. Um, I said this on Monday's episode. Um, I'm going to go ahead and reiterate it here. Uh, I'm taking the under. I will not touch this line. I'm not going to do it. Uh, I am with Daniel here. I don't care. Under 50 and a half. Um, I think the winner of this game, OU's defense is playing better. They are. The secondary that has been an issue is playing better because they are healthier. Um, I also pointed this out. Shouts to Caden McFarland for putting this one on Twitter. Average yards per play allowed by Jim Knowles OSU defense in 32 Big 12 games, excluding Oklahoma. 5.4 yards. Average yards per play allowed in three games versus Oklahoma's eight. Like, OSU's defense, I get that this year it's it's completely on a different level than it has been the last few years. OU's Lincoln rallies still had some sort of answer for it. So The only thing I, I don't like about that number, which I just want to point out, is – Obviously, that's including every, Oklahoma, this. This defense has played everybody else this season. They have not played Oklahoma this season. I know, I know. Um, look again, history be damned. Uh, OSU has had the better team entering Bedlam three total times in the Gundy era. Three, 2011, 2013, and 2021. That's it. Okay, OU has always had the better team. Otherwise, OSU had the better team entering the game three times they're one and one in those two games and the 2013 game required bob stoops pulling out every trick out of his handbook to get that win i think osu should win this game but i am not i've been through this too many times like it's just it just is the way it is i'm not touching the line i don't care i I don't i I don't i'm going under i said on monday i'm sticking with my guns okay so with that said, we move on to our non-Big 12 picks. Um, I believe I am supposed to start on this one. So let me see if I can find the line currently for the game I want. Cool. Um, I've used this team before uh, as a dog. I'm going to use them here. BYU is is uh, traveling to, to Southern Cal, to USC, a team who can't even get fans to show up, who doesn't have a new head coach yet, a team that doesn't – they don't they don't care. Uh, BYU has an opportunity to go – Undefeated against the Pac-12 this year, five and zero, I believe, if I'm correct. I think they're already four and zero. They started three and zero. They beat Washington State. Now they can go five and zero against the Pac-12. Not only do I think they're going to beat USC, I think they're going to cover this line. I can get it at six and a half. I think they should win by at least a touchdown, if not more. I'm going to take BYU to beat USC by more than six and a half on Saturday. Uh, Daniel, uh, dog of the week here. This is a, I guess, kind of yeah, rivalry game. Clemson versus South Carolina. Uh, South Carolina's catching 11 and a half points at home. Uh, huge boost by their win last week. I, I think they're bowl eligible, actually, which is something that I don't think a lot of people saw coming. Uh, 
this is a big game for this program and for this coach. And you've got a Clemson team, uh, the great win last week against Wake Forest. But I also believe there's a chance that um, um, if somebody wins in the morning, Clemson can't be in the championship game. Um, so there's a chance that they're going to get some news uh, in the afternoon of like, hey, it doesn't matter if you win or lose this thing. You still can't go to the championship game. Just seems like there's a ton of value on South Carolina, a team that I'm not going to act like they're good, but for them, they're peaking at the right time of the year. This line was bet down immediately from 14, 11 and a half uh, points that you can catch on a total of 43. This is South Carolina all day. South Carolina are no play, and I'm taking the Gamecocks. Let's go. Plus 11 and a half. Okay. All right. Uh, Chris. So I was originally going to take this game as my upset pick just to have some fun with it, but I ended up liking an upset pick a little bit more. So, and I couldn't really find a a spread I like, so I'm just going to go ahead and take this game in this spot. And Daniel loves it every time I take this team. (laughs) Do you know, do you know what I'm going? ECU uh, catching whatever they're catching against Cincinnati. I the, I am. I'm going to take East Carolina plus. I think I get 14 and a half. I'll I'll take every little half point I can get. Is there a 14 and a half out there? I see 14. I think it's Fanduel. Fanduel has a 14 and a half. Fanduel, come on. Yeah, they do. All right, so I'm going to take that 14 and a half. Efficiency actually favors that line. Uh, they like Cincinnati by about 9.8, almost 10 points. So a little bit of value there. But I'm going to take East Carolina because while I love Cincinnati coming into the Big 12, I love everything they've done this year, I would really like them to get out of Oklahoma State's way. And, yeah, that, that would uh, make things so easy, right, if ECU just somehow won, beat Cincinnati. No, the, the, best thing, the best thing for the Big 12 is OSU and Cincinnati both getting into the playoff. That's the sure, best thing but I don't realistically. That's the best thing happen. for Bob and, Bowlesby. And I mean, just on a side I, note, I, I, I'm super frustrated with this because I like Cincinnati and I truly believe they deserve a spot in the playoff. The reason I don't want them in the playoff is because the committee went out and said, you got to schedule Power Five non cons, you got to have the Big 12 championship game. So they're playing, you're, they're forcing 10, 11 Power Five matchups, and then you just let a team in the place two, and one of them was Indiana. That I I hate the back and forth. I hate the subjectiveness to it. It's obviously that way on purpose to create these situations. But the answer is expand the playoff, and it doesn't need to be that complicated. Everybody wanted these non-con matchups for better football for the viewers. Then you can't reward. I said that was the kiss of death for the group of five. So either do away with that requirement and let Cincinnati in, or keep Cincy out and stick to your guns on what you wanted. Okay. All right. Dogs. Straight dogs. Crisp, who's your dog? Okay, I don't really understand this line. I don't really pay attention to these either two teams. So, barring an injury, I'm unaware of. Rutgers getting a point and a half. Superbook has two points. Oh, I guess it doesn't matter on the money line. But Rutgers, as an underdog, don't. I don't understand it. If this industry likes them by nearly a touchdown by six, by about six points, it just seems way off. So I'm going to take Rutgers. Unless there's a reason okay. it's off, okay. Daniel. 
Oh, Rutgers is only allowed to field 10 guys on each side of the ball this week. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was, I've never heard of that in my life. Right. <laughs> you said it so convincingly. I was like, what? He's good at that. He's good at that. Okay, Daniel. I love this rivalry. I've, I have loved this rivalry for years. I don't even know why, because these two teams try hard. West Coast out here, no one will tell you this. Um, well, people won't admit it. College football, it, it's just not as good, right? There's not as much pageantry. There's not as much history. You know, that's just reality. I'm telling the truth. You go out out to the SEC and it's like everyone wants to talk crap, but it's like, dude, they have great tailgates and everybody cares. And I assume it's the same thing with the Big 12. But out here, we just don't have it, except for the Civil War, baby. Oregon State, Oregon. I love this well, game. It's not called man. that anymore. Oh, it's, it's not, not called, called that anymore. What, what's it called? I don't even know. I didn't even know it was a new nah, name. They don't have a new name for it. They don't have a new name for it. They just oh, God, they stopped they calling said, it but the it's Civil not War. Called that. Okay. That probably wasn't hey. a good name for it. Hey, I learned something yeah. today. Okay. It's okay. Um, for the rivalry game between Oregon State and Oregon, I love. Yeah, they give um, you a new name. Gosh, man, it was, it was even one year. Uh, it was probably six or seven years ago. Beavers were like a 28 and a half point dog and Oregon squeaked it out. I had Oregon state money line. I was so pissed. God. Anyway, back to the well, Beavers are going to win this week. They're seven point dogs, but they're going to win this thing. Oregon last week, uh, you know, their soul left their body. It was over whatever little pseudo magical run they had, you know, it was sort of a a fake propped up. They're going to be in the playoff. And it's just like, Utah stomped that out so hard. And when that happens to a team and then they got to go turn around and favored in a rivalry game against the little brother down the block that wants to punch him in the mouth, Oregon's done, dude. Oregon state's going to win this game straight up. I hope you're right. I really do. Uh, Mostly because I like, I like Oregon state. How can you not love a bunch of orange beavers? Um, Uh, Okay. I'm curious. Perfect example of. Why you can't let Cincinnati in the playoff? I was going to get back on the. It's Philip Newar is going to go with it. He, uh, but no, it's a perfect example. They they beat Ohio State. You know that would be an amazing wow, wow, win wow, if wow, they wow. didn't have to play anybody else. But they do have to play other teams. They have to play other Power Five teams, okay, and cool. we see who they are. Okay, I don't, I'm not getting into the like we're going to blame them because their schedule is what their schedule is. It's not you know, whatever. Like that's fine. I don't. I prefer to live in the reality that I. You actually might have a chance to do so if you do with the best you can with what you're. What oh you're no! Told don't get me wrong. Had or, no, no. Had Oregon won out, that the rest of their conference sucks. No, no. I, I wasn't saying that. Had Oregon been won out, yeah, they'd be in. You know, oh, sure. I, that's what I think. But, but no, I think they would be in. They were, they were Utah, number two. Utah showed us who they were. Yeah, right? they, they mean, were I number mean, two for a while. Like they would have <laughs> been in. The problem is, is when we're talking about Cincinnati, and yeah, you can say that, and I and I do agree with that. Like. That's the side I argued when they argued the power five, when they argued everything else. I'm just saying that you won that argument, not you, Philip, but the people won that argument. They wanted those matchups. You can't have it both ways. You can't demand this from this group and then give whatever you want to this group. doesn't work that way. I'm really torn between two games here for my dog. Um, I got a road, I got a home dog and a road dog. They're both slim. They're both slim, but, but I like, the dog in both situations. So I've won with this team before. So I will ride with them. Here's, here's, here's the one I, I thought about. I really thought about Western Kentucky. who's a dog at Marshall. 
Um, the winner of that game wins the, the whatever the division is called in Conference USA, and we'll face off against uh, uh, UTSA. And I'm, I'm really thinking we're going to get a, a Western Kentucky UTSA rematch, which was a crazy fun game when it happened last time. I'm going to try and get one more dog right. I haven't been able to do it since I lost. It's just it's broken. The magic is broken. Um, I'm going to go back to a well, to a team that won for me last previously. Michigan State is a one-point dog at home against Penn State. I know what happened to Michigan State against Ohio State. I understand that. Uh, I know Penn State's still a good team. I don't think Ohio State broke Michigan State by any means. I think Ohio State's just that good and saw an opportunity to uh, make a statement. And they did. They absolutely did. But the weakness of Michigan State's defense is not something I think Penn State will be able to exploit to that degree. So I think Michigan State at home gets the rebounds and gets the win over Penn State. So I will take Michigan State as my dog of the week. All right, that should wrap us up. Uh, it seems like I'm going to have quite a bit of editing because of the Surface and Zoom and a hundred other th- things that just seem to be crazy because why would I not have a crazy night? Uh, I'm going to take a week off at some point because it's good grief. Um, you guys have been awesome as always. love having you here. Everybody make sure you follow Chris Ross on Twitter, not his personal account. He doesn't care. Uh, he would like you to follow at the underscore LGG. That, of course, is the Twitter crowd for the Land Grant Gauntlet, our partners here at the 1012 Network, uh, which houses 1012network.com, where you can find all of the 1012 Network podcasts, all eight of us, uh, 1012, T-E-N, the number 12, the word network, uh, dot com. Uh, also, check out the LGG, some great Big 12 coverage there. Uh, follow Daniel at Danner, B7, D-A-N-N-E-R, B7. Uh, if you'd like to learn some more about betting, besides just college football, this is college basketball season. This is his season. This is his time of year. This is where the man makes his money. It's college basketball. So while you're all football focused, he's over there watching some wild stuff happen. He doesn't watch the games. He just bets. Them. Uh, so go give Danner, or Danner, give Daniel a follow there. Follow us on Twitter at 1012network, T-E-N, the number 12, the word network. Follow us on Instagram at 1012pod. Um, do us a favor, especially if you are an iTunes listener. Leave us a rating and a review. Please don't don't judge me for the cold that I've been fighting off for the last uh, nearly two weeks. It's it. I promise we do a better show when I have mental clarity. Um, so, yeah, uh, we will be back on Monday to recap this upcoming weekend. And I will either be in a great mood or not. We'll see what happens. Uh, Andy and Jamie should be back for us to join us then. And we will talk to you. Then have a happy Thanksgiving and a good weekend. Stay safe out there. Sports Social Podcast Network.